Hey there, I'm Thanos. Ambor is intended for listeners that have finished reading Worm and are passively familiar with Worm's many fanworks. Fanworks talked about during the show may be spoiled during discussion. And if you're going to listen anyway, ignoring this warning, you will be balanced. You've been warned. to another episode of Echimisha's Bad Opinions and Reviews, also known as Embor, your premier worm fan fiction podcast on the internet. I am Misha. I'm Etch Jetty, also known as Etch. And today we are joined by our special guest, Chartik. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I think we're in the same boat, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well... That, those are the trials and tribulations of having to s- schedule over different time zones. Different time zones, different work schedules. Uh, Edge has to go to school. I have to do things it's, with my It's life. winter break now, so I don't have to go to school. I just have to go on winter break. <laughs> I'm on vacation. That's... I'm scrambling to try to get shit done before Christmas. <laughs> really sorry. This is yeah. kind of miserable, but on the other hand, like... You know, I love doing this kind oh, of. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm really happy fun. that people people come together and mm-hmm. listen to it. That we I'm have a... actual fans that aren't just colossal mistake. And like, <laughs> I'm no, amazed people listen to this. Are you it. kidding? <laughs> that's it. It's just <laughs> we have colossal. colossal, and he 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 presses repeat on the video like 300 times every times, episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it then. Etch, what have you been reading this week, other than I have finals? Well, I've been reading uh, uh, the the Peggy Sue fic called The Artist Formerly Known as Riley. Uh, I think Bonesaw. it's by... The Artist Formerly oh, the Known Ar- as Bonesaw. The Artist Formerly Known as Bonesaw. Yep. Um, and I can't find a link because I'm a terrible uh, mm. user of the internet who can't search jack shit. Um, ah, found it. The artist for that's by October with an R E. October. Uh, October. October. And it's a it's a Riley Peggy Sue. Um, I don't know which Ward arc it's set in because I haven't read Ward. Um, but it what, what matters is that she's sent back to her body back around the time of um. I want to say the Cherish Trials for the Slaughterhouse Nine. Mm. It's I a ver- it's a. It's very, very, very yeah. tense. Yes, um, uh, it, I know that because I read the first chapter. It's so tense. Oh God, is it tense? It's 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 basically an entire game of like he does he know that I know or does he know that I know that he knows or does he not know that I know, but does he really know? <laughs> and it's like it's like it's it's like a, a complex web okay. of like things that are about to happen but haven't yet, and it's very. Like heart stoppingly terrifying. Um, it's like a nice I, game of cat and a mouse. Very good read. Yeah, and it, it it's is not even a game right of cat and mouse. Cherish. It is right before yeah. Cherish. Cool. It's not even a game of cat and mouse. It's a game of 
the the mouse walking around and there's also a cat there and they're just kind of looking at each other glancing and like pretending that everything's all right but like but like but like they know like they oh, wow. know these are pretty chunky chapters i'm looking at three three point six thousand words three thousand two point seven four point yeah. six that's mm. even though there's only four chapters it's a, it's a hearty read it's and very it's very much worth it and i like i like to see that october is doing uh the patented one update a month <laughs> Uh, I'm bored doing that. Um, uh, oh, we're not doing that. Who would do <laughs> that? I'd be amazed if we do that. We are. I feel like we are. Roughly. Actually, I actually don't know. I, this... Ambor's probably the thing I've updated most consistently ever. You so. know what I found out last night, Etch? I have been back from China for just about two weeks, and it's felt like two months. It's fucking bizarre to me. I don't, I've don't. i lost track of the concept of time. Hmm. Haven't we all? Same. Oh, Speaking of which... What fanfic have you been reading, Mank? Uh, I have read a couple more, a couple more chapters of Augment, which is the Charlotte story where she triggers around the uh, around arc eleven. Oh, it's yeah. it's still pretty solid. I think I still have the same problems a lot of people have brought up before. It's it feels like Charlotte doesn't have a lot of personal agency. The pacing is a little weird, and um, but like, it's just, I have kept up, not kept up, but I have kept on going through with it simply because I, arc 11 is my second favorite arc in the entirety of Worm. So it's just, I like seeing divergences. I like seeing things set during that era. Cause I think it's, cause that's basically the start of Warlord era, which is what everyone likes to say they're big fans of, but then they don't actually, you know, understand. I'm not, I'm not going into that. <laughs> I, I, I like Arc 11. I like it set there. I like a lot of the um, butterflies that are happening because of it. And in addition to that, I, I would like to say I've been reading Luminous. Um, and by that, I mean, I haven't opened in the tab on my phone for the Constant, past dude. two weeks. <laughs> That's <Constant>. about it. <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully around Christmas, I'll have more time to read, but most likely not because I'll be, I don't know. Doing Christmas things. Mm. <laughs> Recording more episodes of Ember. <laughs> Chartic. Right. Now for Chartic. What have you been reading? Um, Our lovely guest. I think the most recent thing I read was Life Bends Down. Ah, uh, that thing that Edge has not read. Ever. So... Yeah. <laughs> not even the first chapter. I've read the Jeez, first gosh. chapter. Fuck you. <laughs> I have read, read the second back. chapter. I, I read a, I read a paragraph of the second chapter and backed the fuck out. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hear Perry sharpening knives in the distance right now. Yeah, this is. I was very confused. I don't know. It was like my first time in the <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. I'm really ah. Charnik turning that back on us. But yeah, you have left the call. I love I love life bends down. I love the jokes. I love the humor. I love the. I loved the literary references. I don't know where those went. But... <laughs> Perry just forgot. <clears throat> There's no more. There, there are no more Excuse literary. Me? There's no literary references in fan fiction. Yeah. Well, I think that might have been the problem. Oh well. So I have been enjoying that. Um, what else have I read recently? Nothing. <laughs> I've just been writing. That's, that's an eternal mood from every everyone. <laughs> 
Well, no, you know what? Writing is better than saying I've been playing Breath of the Wild for 69 hours, which is what I was doing in the nice. couple weeks. Rune has I, the, I got the game again. Rune has a gun to the back of my head right now. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> and is she just chanting Felix Fortuna, just, Felix Fortuna? She just said, Charnik, you better be able to go on the podcast and say we have the next chapter ready. Do, we ha- do, you, have, do you have the next chapter ready? No. Nope. Anyways, this is a great transition <laughs> into the the works of our guests. So let's start with let's start with it. Let's start with Felix Fortuna. The, yeah, that's okay. one of the first. That's one of the first was, we talked it was about. The, the first ever fic that we discussed in any depth at all. As you should on the show. Yeah, as like, it deserves. Damn, that, this is, is this is a throwback to however many months ago the first episode was. Yeah, that was that was in September. Damn. I have no fucking clue. I, look, I lost. Like I said, I have no idea what time is anymore. You could <clears throat> shove a clock in my face. I would not be able to tell you what where the fuck I am. Yeah, but this is it's it's really really surreal and cool that the podcast was just just the two of us talking about things we like, and now the author of the thing that we like is here, and it's really good. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Felix Fortuna, let's talk about it. Who wants to give a little summary? For, for those oh, that's, of, or, yeah. or readers I, who haven't I think, ever... I think our guest of honor should be the one giving the summary. It is their work. Okay. So. Let me get out from underneath my blanket. <laughs> Damn, you have a blanket? Oh, I, sh- I should have done that. I'm just sleeping in my gamer chair. <laughs> I, I just said my chair. In, I need to plug in my computer. Before. Oh. Wait, you need to plug in your computer? What are you recording on right now? <laughs> are you Are you recording right now? <laughs> I'm recording on a company laptop. You know what? That's understandable. Okay. So, Felix Fortuna so. is the story of Fortuna. Um, tired of all the shit she's had to put up with. T- uh, turning herself back into a little kid. Removing her memories and sending herself into the Harry Potter world. As everyone wishes they could do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's start off with Hama Felix Fortuna. I, uh... Where is that on my neck? Here it is. So <clears throat> what inspired you to to write this story, essentially? Because I've, I've been curious because to me it seems like I – mean, I mean I have this, this theory called the fan fiction singularity that no matter what fandom you're in, eventually something crosses over with either Harry Potter, Naruto, or My Little Pony. <laughs> it's just bound to happen. There's, it doesn't matter where you are. But let's talk like, – why did you decide to send Fortuna to Hogwarts? Well, originally she was going to be sent to Toho. <laughs> so, of course, <clears throat> sent to hell. Sent to Toho, and oh, so oh, oh. understandable. Um, I'm surprised that didn't happen. Actually, well, the way it worked was I had been reading Ward, and I did mm-hmm. not like where Wildbow had decided to go with Fortuna's story. And I was ah, like, the beach episode. A lot of it, and so I was like, "This isn't what she deserves." She's been you know, killing herself, basically, getting the world back together, and now this back together, it's just the same thing again, except it's even worse shit. for her. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't what she deserves. She should get to have, like, a good life. And I thought about it, and I was like, she should get to have a childhood again. So I was talking with Perry and Rune, and they Rune was like, do not put Fortuna in some anime bullshit. 
<laughs> Which that almost... where's, that, where's that penguin with the no anime gun? Oh my god. <laughs> the it, newt. it almost made me do it out of spite. <laughs> so. Um, so I put her in Hogwarts. <laughs> so I put her in Hogwarts. And that's the story. Amazing. <laughs> so so really what what we can say is rude said no to anime bullshit yeah nice since that it's wizard bullshit now it's wizard bullshit that's actually yeah. i don't know that that's i feel like that both surprises me and doesn't surprise me at all in the slightest i mean maroon sweater is a she was in the harry potter fandom for a long time so she yeah, is I was... I think that's I why she there. went to Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is it is pretty classic. It's yeah. massive. It's persistent. The Harry Potter fandom will most likely never die. It'll it'll keep on existing after J.K. Rowling dies. I'm pretty sure. Which is tomorrow? <laughs> what? <laughs> whoa! whoa. No. Okay. For legal <laughs> reasons. For legal reasons. That's a joke. <laughs> oh Jesus. Remember that guy who said the queen would die on January 10th, and then they got arrested? Oh <laughs> exactly. God. So for for legal reasons, that um, is a joke. I am not associated with these two. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little more about Felix Fortuna and w- what what we like basically about Felix Fortuna. I yeah. personally think that Chardik, your style of writing is what really keeps me involved in Felix Fortuna. Now, I'm not caught up. I'm sorry to say, because I just... How dare. Look, I've had no fucking time. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand completely. I understand completely. It was a joke. I'm not caught up, but everything I've read is just... I really like how you've captured Fortuna as a child, because she is very precocious. And there's, there's so much, like, sarcastic energy in everything she does. And that's what's really been keeping me in this story. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. It's it's also that every – it's kind of cliche to say this, but everyone feels real and everyone feels like a kid. They, it yeah. feels like a school for magical mm. children. And, just... and even though it's like over the top with like magic and these kids blatantly breaking rules, it's, it's still relatively grounded in the world that you created. And this also brings me to – Another great character you decided to introduce me to, known as uh, Flavia Deluche. Deluche? Deluche? I, I have no idea. How do you pronounce that? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Deluche. But Deluche? I don't know. Okay. And that's Shrug. actually uh, another crossover, crossover character. character. Yeah. So tell us a bit about uh, Flavia Deluche. Well, I should tell you originally, she wasn't supposed to be in the story. <clears throat> oh. oh. <laughs> um, originally, we were just going to have... Because we were going to have Fortuna be into mysteries, which she is. And Mm. I had been reading the Flavia Deluche novels at the behest of Rune, who loved them. And I love them, too. They're they're great books. You should definitely read them. And so I was like, I kind of want to. Should you put an Amazon link in the future? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) No. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. So the... um, I brought it up to Rune. I was like, we should add uh, Fortuna reading Flavia Deluge. And for, and uh, Rune was like, we, we should have Flavia. <laughs> I was like, what? We haven't planned this out at all. 
<laughs> oh, okay. And I feel like the, the character dynamic works really well, though. Like it does. It, the 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 obvious parallelism between Doctor Mother and her. Yeah. Um, well, that was really part of the reason. Sell. That was part of the reason we added her in the first place. The other reason is fun. Character is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a couple of other uh, Harry Potter stories um, that have been around uh, the crossover with Worm. But the one I really want to ask you about is, um, what's, what was it called? Severus Snape, A Path to Victory mm. Story, or, or, or something like that? Yeah. No, it was A Path to Victory, Severus Snape Story. Something which like is that. also about a, a person in Hogwarts uh, who has Path to Victory. Did we Were also talk about all... that in the first episode? I think we did. We did. Wow. We did, but I'm, I'm, now I'm getting to full ask circle. about it. Full circle, man. Full circle. Oh my God. It's very cool. This. I'll never be able to escape um, it. <laughs> I'm well we'd like to ask you about it this is the it's the wonderful mm. point of an interview oh. yeah that's fair um I think I started reading that after I posted Felix Fortuna huh. um oh. well there's no like inspiration between the two yeah well I I kind of was looking um, into stories that were similar, trying to see if we were ripping anyone off, and I enjoy it. I think it's a good story, but I just don't think. Mm. Are you like me, where you just don't care about uh, Severus Snape at all? I think, I think Path to Victory like, kill- works for Fortuna, just because mm-hmm. she is such a good character. Like, mm. I don't think. I don't think Path to Victory works with Severus Snape for me. What, what do you mean? Actually, what do you mean by it works for Fortuna because of her of her character? I I, I, right. I just wanted like a little bit of elaboration on that. Fortuna, it's really interesting, especially because... Fortuna is the type of person who, realizing <clears throat> that the world was ending, she devoted the rest of her life to trying to save it. And Snape isn't that kind of person. Like Snape is. A manipulative asshole. He's also, a, I want to say, from my understanding of Harry Potter and Fortuna, much more selfish than Fortuna. Yeah. Just, so just I, remember, just that line always. It's like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, he's still, he's still there always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's ever really gone. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it's interesting because a, a lot of people in the fandom really do not grasp, especially in fic. Uh, who who Fortuna is? Mm. She's a and, like, robot, I, right? I've seen more than one where, like, somehow her power gets shut off, and then she just curls into a ball and Christ. just doesn't do. Well, I un- it's I understand why writers do that because I feel like a lot of writers don't know what to do with Fortuna, and so they just need a way to get her out of the story. Well, here here's <clears throat> my take on it, right? If you don't know what to do with the character from canon, you don't know how to implement them into your fic. Mm. don't <laughs> just it yeah, but... this, this okay i'm gonna get on my fucking soapbox real quick scion i'm gonna fucking do this right mm-hmm. now okay all right your, here we go i okay. need to tell this to people listening to this if if your story does not even come close to the scope of scion don't mention him you don't need to you never will have to if your story does not include the scope of saving the entire fucking world don't talk about potentially saving mm-hmm. the world. 
Because nine times out of ten, guess what? Your fake is going to stay in Brockton Bay. It's going to die at Leviathan. You're never going to reach Scion. Just, just stop. Just don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. I'm going to stop before my blood pressure gets too too high. There's. I always think of that Thinker 6 uh, crack fic where Taylor triggers and then everyone turns around and like the, the Simurg in her telekinetic swivel chair turns to face Winslow. And they all like, hmm. And they all stroke their chins. Oh my god. What a fuck's sake. Most interesting development. I've just, I've, I've just, that line of bullshit has gone on for too damn long, and I am so sick and tired of the Scion problem. Whatever. Okay, moving there on is, from that. Let, let's go back to, yeah, go back to uh, Chardic real, real quick. Um, okay, this is something else I wanted to ask about this is something i'm trying to get better at asking all our guests about how did you get into worm and then also mm-hmm. as like a larger question how did you get into f- writing fan fiction or reading fan just the whole shebang um, like i want to i want to hear a little bit about your history with fan fiction fan works and also worm um i first got into worm because my little brother was reading it and oh shit really uh, he recommended it to me and I had recently broken up with a girl whose name was Taylor, so I didn't read Worm fan fiction oh. for a year. Amazing. <laughs> um, so I started reading Worm, and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty good. And I started reading fan fiction from it. And that's how I got here. As most of us, as most of us do. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for the longest time after Worm, I was like, I am not reading fan fiction. I don't want to touch fan fiction. Because I, I knew that if I started... I would never get out. And look at where I am right now. <laughs> yeah. How embarrassing. Yeah, you're it. Exactly. Uh, Boy, I sure hope fired for that blunder. Huh. It, should be, um, it should be all my IRL friends. <laughs> I, was, I, I messaged one of them being like, so I started reading fan fiction. And he's, his next message was, I'm blocking you. All my friends know I write fan fiction. <laughs> all my friends know I host a fan fiction podcast. Surprisingly, oh they give me they they get like they don't give me shit for hosting fan fiction podcasts. They actually are really happy I'm doing this. Mm. Mm. You know, good. I actually wrote my college essay about Embor, so nice. thank you, Dave, oh, for wow. getting me into university. All right, <laughs> all right. So it's true. Let's factual. Let's move on from Felix Fortuna. Are are I think we're all oh. set with Felix Fortuna. I I should mention I got into fan fiction because I started reading Ronmo and Half fan fiction. That's my original fandom. Mm. That's also a very old fandom, Rama One Half. I've never seen like the original show or anything or any of that stuff, but it's, I know it's, it's ancient. It's not very good. <laughs> I, I remember someone telling me in like sixth grade, be like, "Oh, you should definitely watch Rama One Half." And I was like, "Okay, pitch uh, it to me." And he was like, "It's about a guy that turns into a girl when you spill water on him or something." I don't. Yeah, that, that's that's what I remember. And I was like, okay, that sounds very interesting. And then I never touch Rumble One. Oh my god. It's one of those 80s anime where instead of um where they just have like full frontal nudity all the time. Ah, uh, the the old Sailor Moon way of doing animation. Sailor Moon looks tame in comparison to Rumble it, It's Oh damn, wow. Okay, um, so moving on yeah. from that. Um speaking of anime. I want to talk about an enigmatic source of knowledge, real quick. Enigmatic when? I've never heard of it. <laughs> so, for people who don't know, an enigmatic source of knowledge is oh. a cross between Worm and Toho. 
And if you haven't read it, I suggest you don't listen to our conversation about this because Enigmatic has one of my favorite wham lines, my favorite reveals in all of Worm fanfiction. It, it has one of the most powerful and just unforeseen reveals I have ever laid eyes on, and I love it. No one ever guessed it while I was writing it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't guess when I was reading it. I just kept going, and all of a sudden, you get to that chapter where it's like Alexandria shows up on Taylor's doorstep, and Taylor doesn't recognize her. And you go, what the fuck's going on? And it turns out, we've been following a Taylor on an alternate universe. Alternate universe. This entire time. (laughs) And it was just, it blew my mind. It was phenomenal. Freaked Um, my bean. Yep. And that that is a really unique concept um, that I've never really seen before or ever since. Parallel universe uh, clones? No, that we follow a parallel universe. Oh, well, yeah. Like, like you, you, you have like your your um, Tino and your pan dimensional shenanigans, which all follow like alternate versions of a character, but they're all primarily set in Earthbet Brockton Bed. Yeah, we pull mm. people into I've, Earthbet. I've never seen one that's set initially on another Earth. They then get contacted to work as an employee on Earthbet. That's never been done bef- since, and I, yeah. I really, really appreciated that. Thank you. And very, very cool. And, and I, uh, I know you drew a lot of inspiration from basically Toho lore, which I think is one of like your passions in life. Oh my from god! What I understand. I, this podcast <laughs> could become the Toho podcast. But I will talk about Toho. We've got, we've got roughly half an hour left. Uh, All right, let's go into the story. Yeah, let's go into Enigmatic Source of Knowledge. So basically, we start off on a Taylor, Taylor Hebert, learning magic after uh, the locker leaves her infirm. And she summons what is basically a succubus to help her do shit. Yes. Uh, it's an infirm nurse. Yeah, so it's basically about Taylor who has access to a lot of magic and these kinds of weird powers. And then she gets yanked, yoinked by cauldron to be like yo help us out a little and then she kind of situates herself on earth bat and um it it it, it sadly uh died so to say on <laughs> basically a thing i was looking forward to the most which was uh patchy taylor i think that's her name right patchouli yeah. um patchouli knowledge patchouli knowledge or taylor, patchy for short meeting our Taylor, and it was just I because I love I love the this is why I love um alternate universe shenanigans and shit like that. I love it when one version of a character meets another version of themselves who made different choices and you know went through a whole different journey. It's why I liked emissary. It's why I not liked. It's why I mm. kept up with emissary for as long as I did. I, I can't say I liked emissary because there were a lot of things that made me go, where what, what was that? But you know <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, there's on that subject. I really, really like this. is barely relevant, but there's this one omake for um, omake. Yeah, there's this one omake for um, what's that fic where Taylor dies? Uh, uh, not Taylor is dead. I was it's say the Taylor. one with Madison. Which one? <laughs> it's 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 the one with Madison and Madison's oh, powers. Is that intrepid? Spider-Man. Is that intrepid? Not intrepid. Or the other one. It, it starts with an A. Uh, Atonement. Atonement. God, how can there this be is so many? Omake for atonement. <laughs> There's an omake for atonement where Taylor from uh, canon meets this version of Madison. And the whole plot of this fic 
is that, you know, Taylor is dead. And Taylor realizes, holy shit, the world is better off with me dead. And that, that was like a really oh brutal, fucking terrible Jesus. line. Like Madison was like, I know I did it, all of this for you. And she's like, well, you did I guess more it, than I did. <laughs> you did more than I did. <laughs> um, okay, so to bring, back really animatic, <laughs> to bring back to animatic real quick. Uh, so the, uh, the question, I guess, for Tardic is, did you write this because you really like Toho? Um, yes, but that's not the whole story. Okay. I wrote this because, actually, I was writing another fic at the same time, which is very shitty, called Doll, where to- where Taylor was oh, Alice's daughter, but didn't know it. And that died. That was really short, wasn't it? Yeah, that was super yeah. short. Doll? I got, Doll. so around that time, I got the flu. And then I started reading this story called um, Patchy Quest that was hosted on an old um, Toho fanfic website written by a somewhat famous guy. I think he's written some stories in the Worm fandom even. Oh, really? Um, I can't remember his name. Oh. <laughs> but if you look up Patchy Quest, you could find him. And so I, I binged this all in one day, and I was high on... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sick. I, w- I was high on cough medicine, and I was just like, I should recreate this. <laughs> and so that's why I started writing... Um, Whoa, this was hosted on a Chan. It was? That is, I'm, I'm looking at it. This was archived on a Chan. That is ancient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, Patchy, so P-A-T-C-H-Y. It's old. Spelled differently than Pachycephalosaur. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I'm looking. I'm looking at this being hosted on a channel, which means like this was like way before people moved to forums to host it. Yeah, so that's insane. It's 2011. 2011. Damn. Uh, Kahi wrote it, but he... <laughs> the date is August 31st. It is Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my sorry. god. <laughs> Mm. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, returning back, uh, so uh, this fanfic idea uh, was conceived under uh, cough medicine high, which is mm-hmm. you know as all as all of the greatest fics are conceived. Um, this is probably gonna get us into a two who hole, but what about Toho as as mm. a crossover source speaks to you? Well, here's the problem. Toho, I don't think, is a great crossover source for certain fics. Because Toho is very difficult to merge with other stories. Because the world is very set in its ways. Um, If you attempt to change things, you'll be beat down. And, well, all the characters are overpowered. By by change mm. things, you mean like, like alternate universe, AU some history, AU some powers, or just like upsetting the world of Toho itself. Upsetting the world of Toho, because it's, okay. it's a story about all these super powerful people. Um, and anytime they try to cause a ruckus, they just get beaten down. 
So all, like all this lore, all this lore spawned from a bullet hell game. That's <clears throat> insane. Yeah, the bullet hell games have none of the lore. But everyone exactly, loves exactly. That's one of my friends was like, yeah, I played through the entirety of like the second Toho bullet hell game. Uh, there's no narration. There's no narrative in the entire thing. It's just hell. Yeah. It looks like hell too. It 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 looks yeah, awful. It does. But like, I think I don't even know how this whole culture around has sprung up because there's like a lot of fan art, a lot of fan mm. fiction, a lot of fan music actually. There's a lot of fan just, music, yeah. and I think that might yeah. be one of the propelling forces because all the music is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I was Especially Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I was introduced to Toho music via Bad Apple, like ninety five percent of the world. I feel as like. everyone was, yeah, yeah. So, I thought the other five percent was introduced by Ronald McDonald and Sanity. Ronald McDonald. See, I mean, I was, was either thinking UN or... Owen was her, but that's the Ronald McDonald video. UN oh, Owen. Oh right, her. Ronald. What the yeah. <laughs> of course everyone knows that duh look look there was a time where i was super into looking at midis of toho music because oh, oh my god it I looks so like the Black game MIDI. it looks like the game and it's just all these notes cascading across the screen it's just holy shit this looks fun mm. uh black midi was so much fun it always looks fun when someone else is playing it exactly <laughs> and then when yeah, you try it you're like what the fuck am i doing <sighs> Uh, anyway. What was uh, the question? <laughs> we lost our train of thought, but that's okay. I want to bring totally. us back real quick. So, I know you've said uh, privately on a couple of Discord servers that you are in the process of basically write, like, both editing Enigmatic and also trying to just write the entirety of it and then post it all at once. It's already that's, written. Oh, what? Enigmatic's been written like all the chapters were were written before I quit it. Perfect. This brings me to my actual question, which is you've spoken at length about how you have a lot of unpublished work. Like I, I know you show me screenshots of like nineteen thousand word documents of random things. So most people <laughs> oh, don't included, call me out like this. <laughs> are very <laughs> impatient motherfuckers. So whenever we finish writing something, we just throw it on the internet for those fucking likes us space battles because we are crack addicted, insane people who needs that internet validation. So what prevents you from just having this huge body of work and uh, you just go, I need to actually make this good unlike the rest of us? Well, because like, I feel like I've written better and I don't want people to read my writings and go, oh, Chartic, they're fucking awful. <laughs> which is what I'm worried will happen That's, if I just yeah. start throwing shit out there. Oh. I mean, have you have you seen this fandom? Uh, oh, fuck. Listen. <laughs> I should not be on this show when I'm this sleep deprived. I have standards. <laughs> you and uh, nobody else. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Standards. I mean, I mostly just write for my own entertainment. Felix Fortuna fills up the void of wanting people to give me likes. Mm-hmm. And so I can just write whatever I want. I have a bunch mm-hmm. of stories I'm working on right now. I have a tab of them. That's actually really, if, that's actually really be, cool. If you'd be interested in hearing some of the ideas. Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. So here's a punk rock bone saw post-GM fic. Here I is... Mean, what, what is that coming out? <laughs> 
I'm actually thinking about publishing it. Oh shit! <laughs> this one, I re- I really like this one. So, Punk Rock Riley. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm into it. That's Punk great. Rock Riley. That should be the title. Damn! Look at um, me being so helpful today. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, today, though. No, no other day of the week. No other day. Nope. No. No. Um, I also have Redhead Redemption in Emma's story. You've told me about, or you've set, talked about this before. Uh, my mouth is wide open. I'm like, and I'm, I can't believe that name exists. I'm into <laughs> it because I love, like, quasi-Emma redemption stories. This is why I can't read We Okay, side tangent. This is why I can't really get into We Appreciate Power. Because from the beginning, Emma is a fucking crazy person. <laughs> And it's like I I don't I I know I I'm enamored with the idea of either an Emma that never betrays Taylor or just an Emma who's like redeemed and tries to make herself a better person. Mm. But it's I don't know. We appreciate power. From what I read of the first two chapters, it it wasn't going to have much of that or even any. Mm. No. <laughs> no. But then, not but at then all. redhead redhead redemption. I mean, it's yeah. in the title, right? It's it's not just a shitty Red Dead Redemption joke, right? It Please? is set in the oh. Wild West too. Oh wow! I mean, there's only. I mean, I what's can tell the you other Wild West one. That's the Warm eighteen sixty three. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that ride ride ride? ride the, how do you pronounce Rideable? it? Rideable? Is that his, is that his like, name? Like Rideable? the word. Like pronounce like the word ride. Oh my god! Right? I, right. Like as in this horse is rideable. I don't know. <laughs> I think right. I've been saying Rye Deeble. <laughs> Rye Deeble. I, I just say Rye. English is not my first language. Uh, uh, my first language was Toho. I mean, <laughs> you merely adopted the Toho. I've got. I was born I've it. got two Toho stories Hold in the works. Are they, are they just like pure Toho stories? No. They're oh, worm, they're, they're worm. worm Toho oh, wow. stories. Oh wow. Oh, actually, I killed this one. It sucked too badly. Oof. Oh. So you have one to... Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I have another question I want to ask you then, because it looks like a lot of your inspiration from your works come from uh, anime IPs. That's... Ranging from Enigmatic Source of Knowledge to another fic that I want to talk about, which is Magical Girl Faultline Chan. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I, I so... love Magical Girl Faultline Chan. Okay, but where are we going to get more of that? <laughs> Personal attack. <laughs> oh, you just hear the uh, sound of me leaving. Chark just leaves the call. I We're love, done. Oh god, I just never got around to it. I wrote a oh. fic at the same time that I never published. That was a story about a. It was a Harry Potter story with no car- crossover, just mm. about a um, grad student working at Hogwarts. And I think what it would just, they be doing? They were just a professor. They were teaching oh, like, oh, like alchemy okay. or something. Okay, okay. For, for some reason, when you said grad student, I was like, "What are they a TA? Is do they collect homework? Do they magically grade no. the homework?" They went to American grad school, so they have a huge student debt. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so they needed a job, and their job used to be, I think it was called like. Magical Alchemist something Chan? Or something like mm-hmm. that. Something awful. 
And so she used to be a magical girl alchemist, but then she accidentally like blew up a gas station and got sued, so she had to quit her job. <laughs> I'm in. That's that sounds great. Okay, but like, so, so, you don't even need to tie that to Harry Potter. Just make it into its own original yeah. work and I, I, turn it into a TV show. Yeah. I would watch it. So, so about about your um, inspiration. This is a question about your inspiration. It's just. Uh, from anime, it seems like you've taken a lot of inspiration. How does this make you feel when a lot of people kind of complain about anime in the fandom? When a lot of people in the um, fandom kind of just look at anime and they go, oh my god, it's fucking weeb shit. Which is, you know, me included, half ironically. They're right. There's that meme where it's like people laughing at weebs and it says oh, me yeah, also that's, a fucking weeb. That's, that, that's literally me. That's just B-I-R-L in a yeah. picture. <laughs> I would say I hate anime. Oh, <laughs> Elaborate. I like the trends and everything. There's certain things. I was having this conversation with somebody where there's certain things where you are you're talking with other anime fans and you'll just go like, oh yeah, that story was great besides all the fan service. Or, oh yeah, that story was great. Uh, besides, forget the Nazi redemption arc though. Where it's like, you, as a, a fan, as a anime fan you have to compartmentalize and like push some of the evil things out that you know are there and you have to like I'm ignore just, it i'm just like remembering when darling in the Franks was like the biggest anime of the year and it turned out it was uh, just you know people literally riding motorcycles but the motorcycles are women yeah so that's yep. that's all i have to say about anime but I think there's cool. a lot of anime that's good. I love Toho oh, yeah. specifically because it's one of the few good, one of the few weeb things I found that's just like nonstop good as long as you ignore the fans. Yeah, like it's I yeah, and I I mean I also like a lot of weeb shit. Like I, I think anyone who's ever talked to me knows I've spent probably half of my life obsessed with Umineko no Nakukoroni. Which is yeah, you still you still have that as your profile? Oh hell yeah, dude! Burncastle <laughs> is just I love that character, and yeah, no, it's just it's it's one of those it's one of those IPs where it's like even the fans are great, honestly, in my opinion, because they will go on nine hour tangents about why the creator of the show is wrong about their own work. <laughs> <sighs> Too bad those videos got deleted. I'm so sorry. Oh JK my god! Approach, I see. It was a nine hour video essay about why was it. Actually, is this real? Yeah, it was a 9-hour video essay split into like <laughs> six parts of this guy going okay. off going like going through every single plot point in the visual novel going this is why Ryukishi 07, the writer of this whole thing, is completely wrong about his answer to his series. It was it was amazing. Jesus. It was insane. Uh fuck, now we're on a complete different <laughs> Welcome to Mboy where okay. we sometimes talk about worm fan fiction. Uh, uh Let's talk about Worm fanfiction. Chardik, you've written a couple of pretty infamous uh, fics. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the ones that... I'm what, wondering one, which one way you're going to go with this. Uh, I actually posted it in chat, yes. and it's hiding behind a spoiler uh, I have, bar, so I have a quick question for you. Let's talk about <laughs> Love Heals All Wounds, and here's my question the for Pokemon you. The Pokemon Nilbog fic. Let me, this uh, is my question for you, Chardik. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This this is in my notes. I can send you a picture of these notes. All I have is love heals all wounds dash why. Oh my god. Um, love heals all wounds was created because 
I think me and Perry, whenever me and Perry create a story together, it's something oh. that's horrifying. <laughs> we could get into the other story we created. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. We, um, I think we were talking about what if Taylor had Nilbog powers or something like that. And I was like, oh, she could make Pokemon. And then Perry was like, she would use what resources are available to her in the lock. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Is that either Perry or Gaia? I can't remember which, but... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised by either one of those. Oh, God. So anyway, that's how that got created. Because I was thinking about doing a serious story about... um, Victoria's mom. What's her name? Brandish? Yes, Carol. It was a story Carol. about... Carol! Carol getting no-bog powers and making Pokemon. Because her sister, her sister dies in the... um. Her sister dies in the shootout. That was the story. Yeah, yeah. And like wait, Carol trying like put herself back together. Is that an actual fic? That's I. No, it was what love feels. feels oh, 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 sorry. That's what it became. <laughs> we we could have had you know a great exploration on the Dallins and the and of Carol, but you know instead we got instead we got menstrual sore. We got menstrual sore. Unfortunately, I think. I think I was I was drunk at the time, so like, Oh my god. That specific weekend I think I was just completely <laughs> drunk. So I couldn't write something serious, so I spend most of my no, I can't say most anymore. I spend too many weekends drunk. Yeah. Love Heals All Wounds has a second ago. chapter actually. That's never gonna see oh, the light wait. of day or well, wait, no, you you've linked this before in like a G doc somewhere. Yeah, it's ready to go. But Perry needs to draw the picture for it. <laughs> That's the only reason? That's the only reason. You know what? That's okay, Perry. Uh, I'm sure you're very busy with uh, school, with work, with life. <clears throat> it's okay. You can put this on the back burner. We don't need this yeah. just yet. <laughs> life bends down. That's not important. <laughs> the, the new Love Heals uh, All Wounds picture. Though. That's That's the good shit. That's mm-hmm. what we need. Uh, okay, so but ooh, of course you have written. Uh, well, was this you or Perry? Uh, who who decided to create Jenna Taylor Dick oh Destroyer? That was a combination. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that existed. I, can't, I don't think either is... of us can take credit. Oh my god! This is like getting reminded of fan service all over again. I can't believe you've done this. I can't even find a link to Jenna Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, it's on AO3 only. It's oh also... my god, PETA did a full reading of it? I can't find it on Ooh, that could be That could be a podcast in itself. Oh no. <laughs> the Ball Busting Adventures of Jane Taylor, the Destroyer, <laughs> the radio show. Oh, god. <laughs> oh, we it could are be the new all... We've Got Ward. <laughs> we are all degenerates. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not. Actually, do you have a question to ask about Jenna Taylor, or did you just want to make sure to remind I, me of I its wanted, existence? I, I, God. Do we have to link it in, like, the list of... We will have to if we're going to talk about it. Okay. We have to now. We have to now. We have to. Chardick, why? <laughs> um, I just thought it was funny. Like, uh, me and... Yeah, okay. We were That's talking right. about That's it, right. I just, like, thought it was the funniest idea of all time. And so I was like, Jenna Taylor. We, we have to write it. And somehow I convinced Perry uh, to help. 
I like how we've we've uncovered that so many uh so many things that we hold to be you know natural and staples of this fandom are just elaborate shit posts. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. A lot of my stories just come me from me thinking about some stupid scene and then trying to figure out how to do it. Like enigmatic got made because I had <clears throat> I had this scene in my head of Taylor in a wheelchair being pushed by Kokuma into an Endbringer fight and everyone going, she can't work here. And then Amy Dallin, <laughs> Amy Dallin, like touching her and going, Oh Jesus Christ, what's wrong with what your the body? What fuck is wrong with you? Where did you get I mean, mercury that's, that's poisoning? What happened, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that's actually what happened. Yeah. In that is what the happened. Leviathan fight. Yeah. And then Patchy tried to help and, not really did anything. That was another thing I want to bring up about enigmatic. That's one of the better Endbringer fights in fan mm. in worm fan fiction, in my opinion, because I feel like so many. I feel like people don't really grasp what Endbringer fights are supposed to be. You're never supposed to be better off after the fight. Ever. No. And it like it's all it's like it's like trying to fight against a literal force of nature. You don't shoot a hurricane and you know, win. The hurricane mm-hmm. still rains. The hurricane's still going to blow. You, you you can't really do much about it. You just kind of, you know, sit there and pray. Yeah. To quote Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, we should not nuke hurricanes. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Look, look. <laughs> if someone authorized it, I'd want to see it on video. <laughs> I would be interested. God. I'd be interested in Except seeing it. Except I live on Earth, so maybe nuking the hurricane is not a good idea. Let's nuke the moon. <laughs> I burst on the moon, you idiots! I have an announcement to make. How do you like that, Obama? Okay. Um, one last, one last thing, one last thing. College and Quest. Oh, uh, yes. I love College and Quest. Uh, um, both Drunk Quest and College having... Quest. I need to talk about those because I forgot. Famous for having this this picture of uh, Fantasa staring at a plant. Um, <laughs> Cauldron Quest is the story of Contessa trying to have a party. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just obsessed with Contessa less... doing normal things. It's a valid obsession. Yeah, I mean, look at Loaf. Yeah. A, yeah. a lot of my stories are, um, a lot of the stories that don't get posted are just, like, super powerful people doing normal things. Doing mundane stuff. Yeah, it's just, like, yeah. One yeah of... that, that was what Free Buddha said, too, about, um. Like monsters on their day off. Oh, yeah. for slaughterhouse, yeah, for the slaughterhouse nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine is more like um, one of them was like some super powerful brute just opening a food shop. And it's just like small stuff like that. Do, do, do they like <laughs> the only time they use their powers is to punch the cow to pieces to serve sandwiches? Is that what it is? The only time they use their powers is to go. You better get on out of here. Oh wow! Get <laughs> you. You Ooh. better get on go. J.K. Rowling, you're not allowed in this This, shop. No. This salon ain't big enough for the two of us. Oh, my God. Anyway, Cauldron Quest. Yeah, you you managed to get a piece of art for every single um, chapter of it. Hey, Drunk Quest did that, too. Yeah. Drunk Quest did that, too, and every single one of those became emojis. Yep. It's because they're all awful. Uh, Charting, Drunk done quest with your sucks. shit. There we go. That's that's one of the better ones. Charting done with your shit. 
God. That's. Uh, I should turn that into my uh, Discord avatar. One, oh my God. At some point, Etch. <laughs> just put a Christmas hat on it. It's just, it's just, you know, someone downing an entire bottle of liquor. Mm. Uh, Cauldron Quest, um, Cauldron Quest. But yeah, I love Cauldron Quest. Mm. Um, how much of it was entirely like user responses, just driving um, um, versus like planned out beforehand? There had been no planning at all. Oh, Amazing. Because I, I, so all uh, all of the comedy everything humor was just in response. Yeah, to... everything got made because I feel like this is how Quest should be done, where you actively hate your audience. Because a lot of the responses <laughs> were awful. Like a lot of the people That's saying stuff just sucked. Uh, who who was it that was like you should run a quest where the choices never matter? Was that Harbin? Where <laughs> they were just like, yeah, you should run a quest, and then no matter what your audience chooses, you already have the next part written, so it doesn't fucking matter what they chose. Yeah. The um, um I think the signifier of that is someone kept trying to get contested to like. Oh God, what was it? Like go to different power changers and get her to change Contessa's power. So suddenly she'd be able to see everything. And I was oh, like, that's not how this works. power game. So uh, like, that's where you get the imagine scenes. Trying to, that's where you get the scenes of imagine Contessa trying punching to metagame SB. a humor quest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that where that iconic. came from? Is that where that came yeah. from? Yeah, of course it oh, is. Oh my God, I didn't know. <clears throat> oh yeah. I actually haven't read that thing. <laughs> Oh my god, are you kidding? I, I read I read more of Drunk Quest than I did of Culture Quest. That's fair. You you it related I, to you more. I, I connect I connected to culture to Drunk Quest on a very visceral and personal yeah. level. I mean I think we could also connect to Drunk Quest uh. and the, the SB. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so I have a question I have a question about running quests actually. Um Yeah. The the whole thing about running quest is like what what give like what makes you go I this is what I want to do with my afternoon. Mm. That sounds so mean. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just what 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 is the driving force behind you know going I want to go on an internet forum and basically run a loose role play. Um, I just thought it would be like a fun story. I wanted to test out because I had at that problem I was having this was like when enigmatic had a huge uh hiatus and i was like oh okay i can't write right now i'm just i don't know how to write so maybe if i run a quest same it'll push me into writing um is, is, actually should run a quest so that we can get more potions and parahumans <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> those those aren't parry drawings those are yuns what which one yeah those are yun yeah oh i'm sorry uh, i thought you said parry drawings no, you said parahumans. Oh, my bad. My yeah, bad. potions and parahumans. It's a great, uh, another great Harry Potter fanfic that's crossed with worm or slash fused with worm. <laughs> that oh my God. I think needs more chapters. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. First, I have to finish my secret Santa snip, which I mean. Oh fuck! I could. I do you think I could? You think I could say it because this episode is not going to come out by the time this. Uh, it's due. Yeah, sure. for it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's for TM Thesaurus. The uh, TM Thesaurus, which is terrifying because she has standards. Um, oh, TM has quit every one of my stories. Damn. I mean, that's that's so, better than me. I don't think TM's ever started any one of my stories. 
Uh, it's it's so hard when people who have actual like literary knowledge they have expectations. They have great expectations for you. That's why you should write them a Dickens mm, yeah. novel. One of the the biggest quotes that I've ever received was from my language arts teacher. I mentioned I was doing Nano last year. Okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, I might try to write a novel in the span of a month. And he's like, don't write a novel. <laughs> write a short story. Don't write a novel. Write a short story. No, no, he didn't even say that. He just said, don't write a novel. Don't write a novel. <laughs> just full stop. Just oh full my stop. God. Don't, write don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Oh. So I didn't. Uh, and I quit Nano halfway through, but at least I had fun. Um, anyway. I got the participation trophy for Nano <laughs> year because I thought, I thought, you know, I was like, I'm going to be in China. I'm going to have fucking nothing to do for the entire month. I was dead fucking wrong. I had a week off and then it was just work, work, work the entire rest of the month. So, you know, I tried to do an entire fic about Glenn Chambers in during nano and uh well as most people know i have like eight thousand words only now and it's not gonna be posted anytime soon because i want it to be completely done before i post mm. it yeah i mean that, that doesn't always work for for getting people to read the fic because i know that the one who was has been having trouble getting anyone who isn't Cauldron. a particularly large bear to read uh gold morning even though it's really really I mean, good i i'm writing the the importance of being chambers is what I'm titling it because once again, this probably isn't going to be out anytime soon, but neither is the fact, so it doesn't matter. But it, this is mostly just me going, I love this character and I just want to do, I just want to do him justice because Glenn, Glenn is a good character. You know, I'm just going to put this on the fucking record right now. Guys, think about Glenn Chambers. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's a great character. Consider Glenn. Think of Glenn. No one me. ever has thought about Glenn. Hey. That's not true because I have thought about Glenn. <laughs> Fair enough. That's actually a good transition uh, into our final segment of the show. Your little rack, quick shills, little rack quick corner. shills, quick shills. Oh my quick god! Shills. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reshill uh, Gold Morning uh, by the one it was because mm. this time, by the time this episode goes up, all the chapters should be out. And goddamn, it is such a fun read to read it all continuously. That's Gold Morning with that M O U R N. With the, yeah, there's a Rex Corner. It's a it's a rocking, uh, rocker, uh, thick punk rock, mm. weird monster sex. Uh, it's not explicit, but it's it's very implied. There's a um, lot of wink, quick nudge, nudge, fade to black. Yeah, mm. uh, it's told non chronologically, and I when I was reading it, I had access to the whole thing because I was I was beta reading, and like it, as the story came together and as I read all of the chapters just moving on and moving forward and moving forward it was a wonderful it was it was a beautiful experience to see it all like coagulate um but if not all the chapters are there it would be hell to just see it and then wonder like, well, what oh, happens next like, no, but that, like i feel like that's a i think that's a good thing i i i like that uh the one who was is doing this because it's it's trying to get people to not just think of fan fiction as episodic or serialized writing because with episodic serialized writing the best way to do it is to introduce a new problem within the context of your overarching problem for the whole story and solve that same problem within the chapter that's how episodic writing works you introduce conflict you resolve the conflict but then you escalate a little higher you make it a little more tense that works if you're doing serialized writing that works if you're doing episodic writing but that doesn't always translate into a good whole story and yeah, I, I like how the um, one who was is doing this. Like, I like the fact that the one who was is doing this because it's starting. I'm 
I can't say I can't say it's starting to cheat people to to read like this, but it's just mm. it's trying to encourage this kind of reading where you judge the entire se- you judge the entire story and the entire work instead of chapter by chapter. Yeah, mm. it, it's it's very much a, something that should be read um, in its entirety. I say this, um, but I haven't read it yet. <laughs> oh my god! You should. Uh, it's it's open on a tab on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> like but so many things. It's not being read on a tab on your phone. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty excellent, uh, and the twist halfway through. Is, well, I shouldn't say anything. I mean, I mean, I think I think um, for this story, it'll be a lot like um, Last Call, and a lot like uh, Top's OC fake, where it's just. I'm gonna wait for it all to be posted and then just you know take an afternoon off and just go yeah. through it. I mean, I know I was very very confused my first time reading it, mm-hmm. um, and that confusion uh, became less and less as the story went onwards. And eventually, which is good. That's it what it should be makes doing. Perfect sense, and it's like it's like a, a euphoric revelation. It's it's beautiful. And that's good because that's that's um, what. A, an entire story should be doing or like a, a story like gold morning should be doing mm. yeah but if you don't have the patience um you should get the patience <laughs> that's what i say all right chardic or mank whoever wants to go next i didn't know we were recommending something oh shit i don't i don't have quick shills man um uh, <laughs> i mean we just talked about gold morning i could like minutes, so. i could recommend life men's down <laughs> I will always recommend Life Men's Down. Yeah, <laughs> very valid. If you like funny slice of life stories, it's amazing. And uh, if you read Life Men's Down and can't get into the characters like me, I suggest reading uh, Mr. Gladley's memoirs, which has has <laughs> it has zero mm-hmm. commitment from you because it's just Mr. Gladley being a fucking dumbass, <laughs> and it's phenomenal. You know what? I'm going to recommend something that's a little off the cuff, which okay. is right. Delusional Dancing Dragon, which is a Toho worm Ooh. quest where Hong Mei Ling goes to Brockton Bay. I feel like I've read that one. Maybe on your recommendation. Probably. <laughs> I definitely remember. There are no good Toho fanfics, but that is one of the Damn. few good ones. Okay, there it is. Uh, and uh, one one more quick quick chill blank slate, uh, which is a thread that Perry's hosting. There's this stupid fuck. fucking meme <laughs> about that in, thing. Uh, well, I, I contributed to you it, know it, but I know, I know it, I know. <laughs> a stupid fucking meme in um, on Cauldron, uh, where where they just edited Jack's speech about wait blank slate, um, blank slate. I hate uh, blank <laughs> slates. Jack groaned the last word. And then it's, it's, I always hated the heavy crates. I've always I hated. The Dock Workers Association, listen. I've always it's hated so ice bad. skates. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> I've always um, hated decorative plates. <laughs> I always oh hated God. lifting weights. So I've good. Always I always hated, hated hospital weights. Straight. Uh, I above Harbinger, listen. <laughs> <laughs> That one was my oh, Joe's a lot. That's a so good shout one. Out that, shout out to Joe's a lot. Funny oh guy. Uh, Funny guy. And if, if 
Yeah. If no one I'm else, I'm trying, trying, no, no, I'm trying to think of a quick shield. Trying to think of a quick shield. Oh, I was gonna quick shield Web Warriors into the Wormverse by Connolly. I think I mentioned it last episode, but it's very, very good. It's a crossover not just with uh, Spider Verse, like the comics and Worm, but it's between Spider Verse, the movie Spider Verse, and Worm. So there's two different versions of Gwen plus Canon Taylor. And what I really love about it is that they 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 like going over the footage of the bank fight, and they see Taylor, and they're like, God. I hate her. <laughs> she fucking sucks. She's a bitch. What a terrible person. Terrible. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. There's so few fics that do it, but she really looks like a shitty person from an outside perspective. Into, Into the Spider-Verse is also a good comic series that I recommend people read. And if you want to read that, you should also read Superior Spider-Man. But that's not the recommendation I'm giving you guys. My, rec- my recommendation for today is an actual worm fan fiction because that's what the show is about. I recommend oh, Lend Me Your Ears. It is a crab by crab by burning crab. Um, it is an original character fic, entirely original character, OC cast, set in St. Louis. I think I forgot if it says St. Louis. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, <clears throat> protect Emogen with your entire fucking life because mm. she is precious. Bless that child. And uh, that's all I got. That's okay. That's, that's me. Uh, is that it is that is that all i have one well we have to have a a snazzy i have one thing left uh, to say Ooh. okay write your fanfics like toho strong characters which is to say slice of life no men (laughs) (laughs) and make sure to have an entirely unrelated segment of gameplay well, this has been Embor. We will see you next time. I've been Etch Jetty or Etch. I have been Misha. I'm Charnik. Hi, Charnik. And, and we'll be seeing you all next time. Hi, Bob.